y'all. I'm Jennifer Spivey, and you are listening to Coffee and Connect, an outreach of People's Church in Winter Haven, Florida. At Connect Women's Ministry, we believe there is power and blessings that come from making connections with God and with each other. Thanks for connecting with us today. I pray that the podcast is a blessing to you. Now let me turn it over to our host, Hannah. Christy Hahn. If you haven't listened to part one, go back to last week's and listen to it because it's amazing. Um, But we're continuing that conversation on healing and God's sovereignty. So um, tune in. Let's get started. Um, So what are some ways that you think that we can walk in healing? That, oh, that's a tricky question. (laughs) (laughs) because the reality is, is my, you know, my family is still yeah. walking in disease yeah. in my children's physical bodies. And so, you know, sometimes we can get jaded when asked a question like, how can you walk in healing? Right. And think to yourself, that's a, no, heck if I know, right. <laughs> here I am, it's still not happened. Um, But in all honesty, my children's souls are right with the Lord. And so, you know, from that point of view, their, you know, their soul is whole. Mm -hmm. Their minds are, you know, their cognizant mind is whole. Mm -hmm. Um, And frankly, I mean, they just have a fantastic outlook on life. Like their physical limitation does not hold them back. Um, in other capacities and so I think truly just one of the way the greatest ways we can walk in healing um, is kind of the stance that my family has taken Um, and hear me I'm not the poster child Mm -hmm. on on walking in healing Mm -hmm. or disease or any of the such I just know what we have chosen and how the Lord has sustained us and what our family chose to do was um, through sickness through health we were just going to praise the Lord mm-hmm. that no matter what, that we weren't going to ignore what was physically happening, right. but that wasn't going to be the sole focus of Correct. our life. We were going to pay attention to it. We were going to do what was necessary, but above and beyond all of that, we were going to keep Jesus at the forefront of everything. Yeah. And my husband and I determined um, very early on in this process that, uh, no matter it did to us it didn't matter it didn't matter if the lord physically restored our children back to normalcy or not that we were going to praise god regardless because the truth of the matter is is that god you know he he is god he is still worthy of our praise whether we are physically healed or whole or we're not whether we're mentally whole or not whether we're relationally whole or not, or frankly, whether we're restored back to wholeness with Christ or not, he's right. still worthy of our praise. Yeah. And so we just set our face like flint that, you know, our family was going to just worship and let that be our testimony that it might look crappy and it is crappy, um, but that we were just going to make Jesus 
the priority. Yeah. I mean, he is the priority and, and we were going to reflect that. Yeah. And so I think to walk in healing, um, you need to pay attention to whatever it is that's unwhole. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you need to just keep giving it back over to Jesus. Yeah. Just keep giving it back over to him over and over and over again. And, um, let him be your peace. Yeah. Um, early on in the, the diagnosing process, um, I'll be frank, I wasn't handling it well. And I mean, I'm not sure many people do. Um, Somebody had handed me a book that uh, Dr. Terry Rayburn, our district superintendent, had wrote um, about his and his wife Athena's time overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, It was very brief as missionaries, but they they were overseas. Mm -hmm. And um, war had broken out. within the country that they were serving in and um in the middle of all of that chaos they were in the apartment that the missionary um with the missionary couple that they were working with and um in the book he talks about how like i mean there was just chaos ensuing outside and they just gathered together to pray and while they were praying someone had read um isaiah 26 3 um i'm not gonna get this completely correct (laughs) per one translation because I've read it in multiple translations now and my brain has kind of picked the best pieces of the different ones. (laughs) Um, But the gist of it, of that verse says um, that you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And um, that, I mean, I, as I'm reading that, like tears are just streaming down my face because I just realized that in that moment I was spending rightfully so and an awful lot of my mental capacity was focused on my children and their health issues and trying to figure it out and not enough time on the Lord who is, um, you know, in charge of all things. He didn't create my kids or sickness or disease. Um, but sometimes, you know, like the book of Job, he allows things to happen for, you know, for whatever reason, you know, whether it be like Job to, you know, teach people about who God really is or to test what, you know, what is actually deep inside of you, you know, he allows these things. And so, you know, in that moment, I just kind of was like, oh, buddy. And so that verse has actually kind of become my life verse as the saying goes, um, that has kind of re-centered me whether it be about my children or it be about the ministry or it be about a you know issue with you know friends or it be about just my own internal struggle when I realize that I'm starting to focus too much on those things Mm -hmm. that verse just always comes right back like a flashing neon sign um you know just as a reminder like if you don't have peace, you've clearly stopped focusing on the Lord. And so um, for me, that's probably one of the greatest ways that we have chosen to walk in healing um, was by choosing to keep ourselves focused on the Lord through, you know, the word, through prayer, through serving him, you know, through worship while still paying attention to the realities of life. That's, that's amazing. And, and, I keep thinking of um, Peter when he's Mm -hmm. on the boat. He's about to step out on the water to go towards Jesus, and he's keeping his eyes on him, you know. Mm -hmm. And the minute he looks away and he starts to look at everything happening, he starts to sink. Yeah. You know, um, keeping our our eyes on him, that's what 
steadies us. That's mm-hmm. what gives us our peace. Yeah. Um, and that is just so good and and great a great way to look at that. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so um, for healing can, is you know a difficult topic. Mm. And um, what advice do you give to someone who is you know in that situation uh, who is wanting to be healed? you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically, are wanting that. Um, Do you have any advice for anyone? I mean, for sure. I just remind them that, you know, healing is for all. You know, Scripture, the New Testament talks about how Jesus, you know, went and healed all, you know, Mm -hmm. he healed all as he, you know, as he went. And um, so clearly, you know, healing wasn't just a work done, you know, 2,000 years ago. Right. Um, where Jesus was establishing, you know, his authority here on earth. You know, it wasn't just for then. Like, it is still for today. And healing is for all who are seeking it. Yeah. Um, I just think constantly, I'm probably not the best person to ask about this. Um, <laughs> but because uh, I don't, I definitely do not adhere to the one size fits all. Right philosophies just because the lord did it for me this way does not mean that he's going to do it for you or for jacob or for anybody else you know fill in the blank person just because he did it for me that way doesn't mean he's going to do it for anybody else the exact same way like god is not a one-size-fits-all god thank you jesus (laughs) um and so i don't necessarily it's not formulaic it's not you pray this many times and you know boom all of a sudden there it is you know, I think I think we need to pay attention to the motives of our heart and why we're asking. Right. Not that it's wrong to want to be healed or right. to want to seek wholeness in whatever fashion. Certainly that's not wrong. It's what the Lord wants for us yeah, too, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, however, if we are demanding healing, I think that's a little bit different than asking. Yeah. Or if we are asking the lord but telling him how we want it to look Mm -hmm. um i think that's kind of the same way yeah you know i just kind of think about jesus in the garden of gethsemane you know obviously when he was talking (laughs) with god he was not talking about like take this you know this infirmity away from me but he came to this earth fully knowing what his purpose was what the end goal was Mm -hmm. and yet he still asked god you know, if it, you know, if there is any other way for this to happen, take this cup of suffering from right. me. Yeah. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Yeah. And I think about Paul in Corinthians when he, you know, is talking about how I asked the Lord three times to take this affliction away. Um, when he's talking about the that thorn in his flesh. Yeah. He doesn't ironically give it a name. He doesn't tell any of us what specifically it is, you know, but he is clear that he asked the Lord three times to take that away from him. And God's response to him was, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. And I just kind of sit there and I think to myself, right. So if it was good enough for Jesus to still submit himself to God's will, of pain and suffering 
for the glory of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if it was still good enough for Paul, you know, one of the great, you right. know, heroes of the faith, yeah. you know, thanks to him, like 33% of the New Testament, mm-hmm. you know, or the, the majority of the New Testament was written by him. Um, if it was good enough for him to be like, all right, got you, God, your sufficient is, you know, your grace is sufficient right. for me. Like, I'll hang on to this, you know, if it brings you glory and if it brings your name honor, yeah. then so be it. And so my, I guess, greatest piece of advice is to pay attention to the motive of why you are asking the Lord for healing but also still surrender yourself yeah. to the Lord and his plan. Yeah. Um, again, not that it's wrong to seek healing. We still ask the Lord, you know, to, should he see fit to, you know, restore grace in Noah's physical bodies. Mm-hmm. However, you know, kind of back to how we choose to walk in healing, mm-hmm. you know, is really the nevertheless, you know, not my will but yours be done, God, yeah for our family you know okay i see you lord your power is made perfect in our weakness so if we have to continue to walk this path out not physically whole but our souls are made whole our minds are whole our relationship is whole then so be it yeah nevertheless not mine but your will be done and so um i it just I don't, I don't know. I always just kind of think that we need to be aware, but we also, of why we're asking, but we also need to remain surrendered yeah. to the Lord and his will and his way, because maybe he wants to see you, Hannah, healed, but he may not want me healed because maybe me not being healed is going to bring more of a testimony, you know, and more right. glory to him. Right because of how I'm choosing to live that out. Whereas you being healed would be more the testimony in your life. And so I just think we need to not demand of the Lord um, what our expectation is. Because like you told Job, where were you when the foundations of the earth were laid? Yeah. Right? So if he knows the beginning from the end, then as complicated and as hard and frustrating and exhausting and tiresome as it can be um we choose to walk in whatever path it is that brings the lord the most glory and if it means that we remain physically afflicted like paul with that thorn in the flesh Mm -hmm. you know then that's what that means for us all right everyone that was it for part two we will see you next week bye y'all Thanks for listening in today. We'd love to hear from you, whether on today's topic or perhaps something you'd like to hear discussed. Email us at connectwomensministrypcwh at gmail.com or give us a follow on Instagram at connectwomensministrypcwh. Click the link in our bio for more ways to connect with us. Thanks again for joining us for Coffee and Connect, and we look forward to connecting with you again soon.